Really appreciate it. Every year we take the time out to talk to these guys a little bit. It's the one time we get to pick your brain. Kind of after you see everybody and um, like we were just talking with Jeff Pechtold, the Washington SID, and talking about kind of the, the biggest group, the most coaches, probably the most players since the Jay Clocker group at least. It's um, it's a pretty big day for Washington, I would say. It, does this, is this just kind of a – do you think this is going to become a status quo thing for them? It certainly feels that way. I mean, it just looks like there is a lot of young talent already on Washington's roster. Uh, and, you know, and the, just the NFL combine itself was huge. I and mean, we had nine Huskies invited. I think that, that showed just the talent they have. And then you see a couple of players here who were not invited to Indianapolis, but then performed pretty well here today. I think they just kind of, uh, you might see all nine of those players that were invited to the combine wind up getting drafted. You might see a couple of other guys. So, yeah, I think this is a, a huge day for the Huskies and, and just kind of portends that there's a big future uh, coming as well. Looked like there were obviously there was a few guys like Byron Murphy, no reason for him to work out today. Or, but Taylor Rapp tested. I know he did some. He didn't do any position drills today. Um, Greg Gaines went through it. Um, Caleb McGarry did some position drills. So there were some guys in Indianapolis that did work out a little bit today. Um, the one guy I was a little surprised. Jordan Miller did the position drills. Do you think that was just because he? Did you think he had something to prove, uh, or a little bit more to show? the scouts on hand today? Well, I think it is. And I think that he, he ran well in combine. And so just to, to remind people, um, you know, the fact that the Byron Murphy, as you said, uh, decided not to do the positional drills. Uh, Taylor Rapp, uh, you know, did he, he ran the 40-yard dash but didn't do positional drills. He just gave Jordan Miller a chance to kind of own the field, so to speak. So I think that, that was good for him. Uh, and then, like you mentioned, Greg Gaines. Uh, in fact, Miles Gaskin decided to run the 40-yard dash. And I think it just shows their competitive spirit that even though they had performed pretty well in Indianapolis to come back here and and uh, and, and again show that competitive spirit I think is, is important and also you know uh, guys like Jojo McIntosh who didn't get invited you know he had something to prove obviously Jake Browning uh, even though he was there you know I, I thought he looked great today it showed yeah. some real velocity Did, a guy like Jake what what is a pro day like this to do for him today well I, in, I've gone to so many pro days over the years I've yet to see a quarterback struggle in a pro day and so it was expected that, that Jake Browning would impress I did not necessarily expect to see the velocity and so that was the one thing that a lot of people myself include have had questions about Jake Browning over the years and so to see better just pure RPMs uh, out of that arm I think is a, is a big uh, statement for Jake Browning it really shows the work ethic that we all knew uh, that Jake Browning had but to to see how much stronger his arm is and, and there is example there are examples of quarterbacks in the NFL who you know have have proved themselves in terms of their arm strength and one of them being John Beck who of course worked with Jake Browning and so uh, I think that this was a big step for him and I think it's one of the reasons why that, that Jake Browning has a very good chance of getting drafted and I did not necessarily believe that was going to be the case uh, when he walked off that field in Pasadena we all know that or at least we all feel that that Miles Gaskin is a guy that's going to get drafted but running backs are such kind of I wouldn't say a diamond dozen, but it seems like there's great examples of guys that have been great values at the lower ends of the of the draft. Where do you think he goes, and, and do you think today changed anything for him? I don't know that it changed anything. I think it just kind of confirmed that he is a good football player that maybe doesn't have that that 4-3, speed, but he plays so fast. Uh, ran the mid-4-5s today, ran the upper 4-5s uh, in at the combine. There was one play in particular. He was catching a deep ball 
from Jake Brown. He had beautifully thrown deep ball, by the way, where that Gaskin, it looked like the ball was going to be way out far of his reach. And, and Gaskin just hit a different gear and made an incredible catch down the right sideline that really showed the not only the extra speed that he does have, but also the soft hands. And that, that is something that uh, Washington, a nice job of, of showing Gaskin as an all-around back. But this pro day uh, also demonstrated that. And I think it reminded some of the scouts here who maybe were here for Caleb McGarry or the defensive backs that we mentioned, Byron Murphy and uh, Jordan Miller and Taylor Rapp, that, you know, Miles Gaskin is a legitimate NFL player. He's going to be drafted as such. I think he's probably in that fourth round, maybe fifth round, but that he is going to absolutely be on an NFL roster next year. Now, you mentioned Caleb McGarry jumping to the, to the offensive-defensive line. You have McGarry and, and Boomer Sosby with the offensive lineman, defensive lineman. You had Jalen Johnson as well as Greg Gaines, and uh, you also had Shane Bowman, and then also Haole Kakaha. Yeah. I was curious, uh, not only of, of where you think Gaines – is is going to go because he is a really intriguing guy and um, where you, you know I, I know it only takes one club to really fall in love with a guy like that to to maybe uh, take a real flyer on him early but where do you see him going and then also guys like Kakaha who come back who've, who've been in that situation get hurt want to kind of rejuvenate their careers are there good examples out there of guys that have been able to do that and use things like today and spring and uh, pro day uh, to 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 make that happen. Well, I don't know any names off the top of my head, but there certainly have been players who have uh, again, reignited teams' interest by coming back to their school where they can have a workout. There's, there was representatives, if not from every single NFL team out here, then very close to that. So it gives you an opportunity to, to just kind of show what you can do, show that you're still in shape. Um, so I, I was happy to see Kikaha out here. I thought that he looked good in his drills and, and is very much worthy of, of a team giving him an opportunity. Um, as far as Caleb McGarry, I mean, just the fact that there was about half of the scouts that were here stayed the entire two and a half hours to watch his off offensive line workout I think is a, a strong strong statement um, about the interest in, in Caleb McGarry I think that he has a chance to certainly be um, the University of Washington's uh, first offensive player selected this year um, and, and, and possibly a first round pick and definitely a second round pick uh, you know and so that was impressive as far as Greg Gaines I, I think we're talking about in the late rounds you know fifth sixth round but he's a good football player this is not the type of environment usually where a guy who's 300 pounds is you know is a as a run plug and defensive tackle is going to impress. But again, the, the fact that he decided to compete and run in the 40 yard dash and going through all the defensive line drills and all that kind of, he didn't have to do any of that. He's got four years of tape. So is McGarry. And the fact that they decided to do that, I think that just shows the competitive spirit uh, that the Huskies have been about ever since Chris Peterson took over the, took over this position. Lastly, Taylor Rapp um, seems to be kind of a fringe, very, very bottom of the first, maybe mid second, I mean, he, he, he looks like he's got some varying opinions on what he can do. He did run the 40 today. Do you think that changed anything for him? Well, I think, I think it changed some things because it was not as, as fast as, as hoped. Uh, you know, the times I've been hearing is in the mid-4-7s, which at the safety position is not a good time. But at the same time, this is a player who has such incredible instincts. I, For my money, he is still the best tackler in the open field in, this, in the entire country. And so what he runs, the 40-yard dash, doesn't change his instincts, doesn't change his tackling ability, doesn't change his ball skills, doesn't change the fact that in three years, the University of Washington was a three-time all 
Pac-12 player. So the, the 40-yard dash time is a little bit troubling, and frankly, I think it's going to scare off some teams that maybe aren't willing to put in the work. This is a terrific safety class. But if Taylor Rapp starts to drop, if he's somehow available after the top 50 picks and he's available in the late second round, then someone is going to get themselves one heck of a steal. Write it down in ink, concrete, whatever you want. Taylor Rapp is a legitimate NFL starting safety, and he will prove as much over the next several years. Fantastic, Rob, and we really appreciate it as always. Uh, let people know how they can reach you uh, social networking. Right now, it's pretty, pretty much just at NFLDraftScout.com and at Rob Rang on Twitter, and, and hopefully there will be some other outlets uh, coming soon. Fantastic. Well, Rob, really appreciate it as always, and uh, we look forward to having this conversation again uh, 365 days from now. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Thanks, Chris. Yeah.